everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we're asking the question, are you confident you're not a hypocrite? We read Matthew 23, and in today's Devo, Sarah reminded us that in the course of life, we often find ourselves in situations where we look at the sins of others and forget our own. We forget that Jesus was born, lived, and died for all of our sins, and not just some. The truth is that while we are called to live above reproach, we are never meant to do so in hopes of praise. Being like a Pharisee can look like seeking the applause of those around us, but a Pharisaical heart can also manifest itself in different ways. Maybe it's thinking all Christians need to study their Bibles in the same way you do, or thinking, at least I don't struggle with that sin. Or maybe it's believing the lie that if you just study your Bible enough or do enough things for God, He'll answer your prayers more powerfully. Or maybe it's thinking less about those who don't know as much about the Bible as you do. When I graduated from the Watermark Institute, our lead pastor, Blake, encouraged me to read a book that's called Accidental Pharisees. In it, the author writes, The bottom line is that as long as my only image of a Pharisee is that of a spiritual loser and perennial enemy of Jesus— I'll never recognize the clear and present danger in my own life. I'll never realize that it's often a very short and subtle journey from being zealous for God to being unintentionally opposed to God, he says. And in Jesus' day, being called a Pharisee wasn't an insult. It was actually an honor. People wanted to be Pharisees. They were all in with their faith, zealous, well acquainted with biblical writing, and sought to follow every single command in the Bible no matter how obscure. They even added some extra regulations just to make sure they didn't miss anything. But you know what? I don't think the Pharisees thought that one day they'd be standing face to face with the God of the Bible and fail to recognize him. But somehow, they'd done all this religious stuff and missed Jesus. I've seen a Pharisaical heart play out in my own life in multiple seasons. As a kid, I grew up in the church with Christian parents who loved the Lord and took my siblings and I to church every Sunday. I gave my life to Jesus as a kid, and as a seven-year-old, I, I really think I understood the gospel. I believed I was a sinner. I believed Jesus was God's Son who came to this earth and lived a perfect life. I believed He died on the cross for my sin and was raised to life again so that if we'd turn to Him and trust in Him, we'd find life. I got that. I understood and believed. But somewhere along the way, as I grew up, I began to think that being a Christian meant you didn't get in trouble. And in my house growing up, the easiest way to get in trouble was to make bad grades in school. But having moved around a ton as I grew up, school started to get really challenging, especially in middle school. I started making bad grades, and I'd get in trouble. And nobody taught me this, but I started believing that because I was a Christian, I couldn't make mistakes, and I couldn't get bad grades, and I needed to do everything I could to maintain this image that said I had it all figured out. So I started cheating in school lying to my friends, also that when the report cards rolled out, I'd look like I was crushing it. But I used sin as the means by which I could achieve this twisted version of Christianity. That's not Christian. Matthew 23, verses 27 through 28 say this, "'Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanness.'" So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. 
It wasn't until the summer before high school at camp that my understanding of what it means to actually follow Jesus started to change. I met these college students who loved Jesus, but they were also willing to talk about their sin. They weren't proud of it, but they also weren't ashamed. And it was then that I realized I had this following Jesus thing all wrong. Because as Christians, we need the gospel every day. We're broken people who make mistakes, and Jesus invites us to follow him, but he doesn't expect perfection or for us to appear perfect. Because it's as Romans 3 says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That's Isaiah. Jesus died for the sins we have committed, are committing, and will commit. We start to become like the Pharisees when we forget that. Good checkpoint is to ask yourself these questions. Do I find myself comparing my sins with others? Or do I find myself ranking the maturity of my believing friends? Do I typically think my way is best? When I read my Bible, do I get obsessed with new information before looking at how I might apply what I read to my life? When I study or read the Bible, do I regularly study it prayerfully? I don't know what it looks like for you to wrestle with legalism or pharisaical tendencies, but I'm grateful we don't have to do it alone And I'm so glad we're on this journey together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.